Hello and welcome to the Cold Reads Improv and Sketch Comedy Podcast. Uh, I'm Brian K. Scott, and before we begin, I do want to shout out a new funny comedic podcast, Keep It a Buck Podcast with Ethan Holloway. It's a good listen to. Go subscribe on YouTube and follow them on all audio platforms. Check out their website, keepitabuckpodcast.com. Hello, Adam. Hello, Brian. What's going on, my man? Uh, you sound much better than last week. I, 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 I think I figured out the problem. Uh, what was the problem? I've got, I, I think I had, uh, I had my, my regular booth mic going on. Then I had a microphone on my camera that was on, which was just a cruddy little camera mic. That just happened to be on as well. So I had these two microphones going on at the same time. So one was just having this horrible, just nasty sound. And then my other one was just trying to fight against it. So, yay. We can have some good sounding improv and cold reads. Yeah. uh... So um, you said you're uh, you're freelancing again, right? I am freelancing again. I have been freelancing for about five years now. Yeah. Is, are there any uh, like interesting commercials or? Um, I was, I've, I've been uh, I've, I've actually had some work for my uh, for my my cowboy character has been because uh, I live in I, I live in Central California. I live in the what's known as the San Joaquin Valley, which is okay. where a lot of a lot of the country's farm stuff comes from. And uh, uh, a client I got down here was a, a client called Calgrow, and they do a lot of they they make uh, uh, fertilizers and chemicals for plants and stuff. So I'm using that that cowboy character for for helping to sell a type of fertilizer. <laughs> Actually, to be more exact, it's a it's a, it's what what they call a sunscreen for 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 crops. Mm. It's a type of chemical that keeps uh, uh, plants dormant and hiber- plants that are supposed to hibernate, like pecan trees, things that are supposed to blossom and and you know in springtime. So with the way our, our weather's been lately, with the you know this extended heat where we're still wearing shorts in in November, um, in this area. Uh, Plants just want to, you know, they'll, they'll want to bite blossom when the when the sun's shining on it. So there's this type of chemical that will help ke- keep them hibernated. So yeah, so that's uh, that's something I've been doing. There's really no uh, weird trend in uh, in in advertising. I've just been uh, Bitcoin. Been doing uh, quite a few Bitcoin type uh, 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 things. I guess you would consider a trend. Different types. But that's been so a, you invest you invest in Bitcoin or no 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 uh, like uh, doing uh, uh, explain explainer videos or type of advertisements for uh, different Bitcoins and how to use their Bitcoin trading devices and things like that. Wow, I don't um, I don't have the kind of money to invest. <laughs> no, I I I know that this might uh, be bad and prevent you from getting work, but I hate Bitcoin. I think it should be abolished like illegal it's it's almost exclusively used for crime you know 
I have no idea what it's used for. It uh, isn't it used for a lot of people? Are they use it for buying those M- N- NFTs as well? No, an NFT is a cryptocurrency. So, oh, that's okay. Again, well, there you go. All there's there's so a odd. video. It's a different explainer video. That's like all Bitcoin is is a Ponzi scheme, right? It yeah. Uh, it only exists for people to buy it and sell it for more than they bought it for, right? So that's the only use that it has, is you trick people and you say, if you buy my imaginary money that doesn't exist, you'll become rich, right? So you get people with more money than cents that have enough to lose, and somehow they sell it and become millionaires. So that makes you better as the person that's selling the coin. Oh yeah, yeah. I, 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 I follow you. Hundred percent, believe you. Yeah. Wouldn't doubt it. But Wouldn't also, it. but also, I want to be a voice actor. So if there are any uh, <laughs> cryptocurrency companies watching, <laughs> I, I will explain it in a much better way than I just did. I promise. You need to. You need to hook up with some YouTube YouTube video makers, the conspiracy yeah. YouTube video makers. I've been right. do, the, Why, the kind of stuff I've been doing is mostly for traders, you know, for trading companies yeah. uh, and things like that. Not necessarily for the cryptocurrency in particular. So uh, I just unmuted the one person in the audience uh, that's here, but I don't think they have an account. So we have an audience. We actually do we have audience members. Uh, yeah, this guy, Vinci. Vincy, if you're there, you can click the little mic icon and talk. Okay, I guess you won't. Uh, I, was, I don't know. Were, I you, told, were, you, were you setting me up for a, to to draw throw a character in there? No, okay. no. I told people. <laughs> I almost. I told did. people I like, on. Uh, <laughs> I posted I on Reddit. This going, is an open hey, mic. Yo, Anyone me, can join. Hey, love the show. So I I was enthusiastic because. Somebody read that and joined, and now I'm bummed because apparently their mic doesn't work or something. Did you scare them off, or are they still there? It says they're still there, and I unmuted them, uh-huh. but they're just not talking. Is there some way we can communicate with Vinci through no, some sort no, of? No, they don't have no? an account. They just have a. They-, they just have like a stage name, so they're on as a guest, right? So there's no account. Think- can they bang their head against their keyboard in a type of, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, geez, words are escaping me, in a type of Morse code. Morse code. That's the funny word. See, when you lose, when you forget words, you miss the timing. In a type of Morse code uh, way. See, I was a Boy Scout, so if they could in <laughs> communicate through Morse code, I could interpret it for you. That would be awesome. Yeah. See, I had, or binary. I had, I had semaphore. I had semaphore in my frontal lobe, and I couldn't. I couldn't push. I couldn't push past semaphore for some reason, which is a much more mm-hmm. fun word and a much more fun way to communicate with flags. Oh, uh, the flags. Yeah. That's how boat. You know, the the boats and the navy communicated. Yeah. Yeah. 
wonder why they why now why why did they prefer Semaphore over uh, over Morse code? Why? I don't. Um, I, I thought you were I, like I would, teeing me up. Like I was supposed to I, ask I, I, that. I, 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 why did they was. prefer the flags to Morse code? And then you'd answer because, because Morris was afraid of the water. Yeah, yeah. His his father was buried at sea, so they wouldn't worship his grave like Osama. It's <laughs> a dark ass joke. Have we lost Vince yet? Is he still there? Again, the the audience says that he's there. Okay. Uh, but he's just he's just not going to be here. So. Anyway, I have a two-person scene. Well, uh, at, least know he's, at least we know he's there. We've got somebody to play to. Play to. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, see, I've got a scene that's like, I'd, I'd like to get at least like three people besides myself. At the well, least. I'm sure like Fe- uh, Felix and Dumesh, t- it took them like half an hour to get here last right. time, so. Well, what, you said you've got a two-person scene? I, I do. Um, it takes place in a guitar store. Oh. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a local music shop that uh, you get your mics from or something? Well, I've got a guitar center, but I I buy my I, I bought my mic online. Oh. Yeah, I try I try to shop local, but I do end up getting stuff on Amazon a lot. Yeah, I mean, Guitar Center is, you know, it's also corporate, so it's no big trade-off. I just, you know, found a better deal. Yeah, yeah. For Mike, so for Mike I, on eBay. Oh, well, you hey. You have a really good... Johnny's here. I, uh, oh, cool. We did used to have a, an independent uh, type of music store called White's Music, but they uh, have kind of pittered away, and now we're just a corner shop. So Sad. anyway, I want the listener, who I know the name Vincey, uh, to keep Vincey. the imagery of guitar stores in mind when they uh, listen to this sketch. Who's reading who? Uh, Adam, I I did not write this with you in mind as the cashier, but I think you'd be perfect for it. Oh, got it. So, right. is Johnny going to read uh, customer? No, nah, I'm I'm going to read customer. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. So, uh, interior pawn shop with guitar and window. Uh, customer enters. Uh, bell rings. Uh, hey. Um, I, I see you got some uh, guitars here. You uh, slay, uh, tread, uh, play, play. You play? Nah, it's just when people give up on guitar, they come to us. Easier than eBay. I've been playing my whole life and never figured out how to make it. Right, right, right. I've only been playing uh, for, a, for a week, and my Dark Master of Chaos says that I could be the next Hendrix. That's what every teacher says. You sell strings? Strings? Yeah, guitar strings, like new ones. I have a guitar and the strings burn off, came off. Um, like, 
regular strings do on a regular guitar, not engulfed by demon fire. Demon fire, regular fire would be weird enough. New strings? We're not a music shop. We just resell other people's broken dreams. Every guitar on that rack is a child who just couldn't make it. Right. Could I buy one of those guitars and take the strings off and exercise the stol- extract the strings and carefully put them on my guitar? It's my guitar. I traded fair and square for it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. You really like this guitar, do you? It's special to me and only me. That's the deal. Is it a... It's a powerful guitar with a lot of bass. If it's electric, I wouldn't get your strings from one on the wall over there. Acoustic strings don't work well on electric guitars. People tend to keep electric guitars. It's rare you find one at a pawn shop. My baby is not powered by electricity. I mean, it's uh, shaped like an acoustic and it has a built-in tuner. Oh, those are expensive. Does it have an amp plug? It doesn't need an amp. Just a screaming crowd. A crowd scream. It craves the blood and flesh and souls of its listeners. Why would you agree to use a damned guitar like that? Free on Craigslist. And scene. Da, 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 da. Oh. <laughs> so. What, what uh, inspired? Did you, did you see an ad for free guitar on Craigslist? I have been looking for an electric guitar for a while, and it's like, Huh, nobody nobody seems to give away electric guitars at pawn shops. So <laughs> Are there free guitars on Craigslist or they like take this guitar from me? Uh nobody <laughs> gives away guitars on Craigslist. They give away couches or like, you know, huge TVs, something that's really awkward to move. You can totally move with a guitar, right? You can't move with a piano. You can get a piano free on Craigslist. Like even a even a broken guitar you would keep with you, which I, I yeah. must confess, I, I do the same thing. I have a bass guitar that I've kept with me because it, it's more sentimental than anything. Right. And uh, question, if I sold my soul to the devil, could I play that bass? You'd have to get a new bridge, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but like, it's it's not... <laughs> huge enough that like you can just not move with it right no yeah no I, yeah you can I, it's I, you keep it with you of course right you would yeah. what would you know i've also got another acoustic guitar that's still in a box which i've always you know it's one of those i'm one of these days i'm gonna learn how to play this yeah oh i just remembered i have this really weird story so i was biking uh you know one day and I saw on the street somebody threw out a guitar case. And I thought, oh, my God, they threw out a guitar. Finally, someone threw out an acoustic guitar. But it was just a nice case. And I thought, okay, if I take this home, like Clorox it, like I could use this, actually. And, um, and I open it up. And in it, I, I, I take it home and I open it up. And in it, there's like a bunch of guitar picks, right? Because, you know, that's another thing you're never going to sell right? Nobody gets rid of guitar picks. They just always keep them for no reason. And I found a capo from concerts. 
A capo, okay. Right, yeah. And I found a note. Uh, me and your... And it, it read, me and your dad thought you could use this guitar to teach the kids of your elementary school at your new job. Signed, and it was the mom's name, right? <laughs> well, and you didn't write a story about that? <laughs> No, I mean, that's, <laughs> I, that's your story. Hey, you, you talk, <laughs> talk about burying the headline. Right? Or that's such a better story. I, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like now I don't remember where that house was and I have since lost that note. So that woman has one less thing to remember her mom by if she dies. I'm pretty sure that note was written like two years ago and the mom's still alive. But still, like, I stole a piece of her mom. You, you didn't steal it. You found it. What did you do with it? Yeah. I, I genuinely don't know. <gasps> okay. Well, you, I'll, I, I will say, maybe you did. You don't, you don't, did you, you didn't redirect it somewhere, you know? Uh... No, no. It's just like, behind my bookshelf and like if i move it one day i'll find it but is it the note or the whole case with the cop with the capo and the no, picks no, no. and everything i have the case the capo and the picks right uh-huh i don't have the note that's the only important thing and i lost it are you using the picks and the capo and the and the well right now i put the acoustic guitar in the case and it's you know Okay. In my room, and I'm not playing it because I don't know actually okay. how to play guitar. So you brought that story to an end right there. Yeah. That's so strange though, an... that you that I've I've run across a similar situation with uh, with uh, uh, an errant instrument. I was uh, uh, I was getting a haircut, and there's this trash can, like a city trash can, uh, outside of my barber. You know, the kind with like the they have like concrete around it. Like there's a trash can inside that the city like dumps, you know, they come and lift the lid and sticking out yeah. of the trash, out of the little lid of that trash can was like the top part of a saxophone. <laughs> I'm like, what the, what the, and I walk over to this trash can and sure enough, there's a freaking alto sax in the trash can. It's a little dinged up and worse for wear, but you know, it could use a little, a little fix, fix me up, but literally, literally there's a saxophone in this trash can. That's a cursed object, dude. That has someone's <laughs> soul in it. <laughs> well, you know what I did? I don't have it anymore. I took I, uh, my oldest daughter was in uh, uh, the music department at the high school, so I, and I was kind of on a one name basis with the uh, in, in music instructor, so I went and donated it to the school. I'm sorry. Are you bragging about the fact that you were on a one name basis with your daughter? But my daughter's music teacher, fool. I know, I know. So, <laughs> but funny you should say cursed item. The music building burnt down like about three months ago. You're fucking kidding me! No. <laughs> I mean, so bad. <laughs> okay, the burn down's not true, but I did find a music. I, I, I totally believed you. I totally believed you, man. <laughs> But so what's the deal to... with? Well, I've never heard another. No, no, no. Uh, another. 
another found uh, music instrument or l- lost weird like you know what's the st- why what brought someone to the point of I'm never going to learn how to play the saxophone throw it in the trash <laughs> or 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 even or, worse like no son of mine will play the saxophone <laughs> You gotta put down the ducky. Put down the ducky if you're gonna play the saxophone. I mean, how much does a saxophone usually cost, though? Because it's like thrown away like that. Yeah, exactly. Like Three hundred like bucks, you right? Bought it for like twenty bucks, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> it was in the trash. <laughs> put down the ducky. <laughs> Sounds like a story of some. Failed musician that just like gave up. He's like, oh, I'm tired of this. He just threw it away. Like the end of a movie. Like at the end, that's the end of the movie? Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a crappy movie. Remember in the end of Spider-Man 2 when he throws thing. out the suit? That was such a bummer ending to Spider-Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> just when you think he's going to be Spider-Man... Nah. Look what I found in the trash. That's how you find like the whole, the whole yeah, orchestra set there. Yeah, like everything there. <laughs> I found how, how it. About the, how about the the mother? It's like the it's like the Jack of the Beanstalk story. The, the the mother sent the child like the. This is our last ten dollars, and I'm sitting here to the store to go buy food for the family. And he came back with a saxophone. <laughs> and then that saxophone sprouted into a a large brass like steampunk tower with like all these vowels, vowel vowels valves and, and and shafts of just brass tubing and it was like this tower like that shot up through the clouds that sounds dope i kind of want this I was just like <laughs> and i am the gatekeeper i am the gatekeeper uh hey gatekeeper do i own this because this is in my backyard and i'm the one that threw away the sack well my mom's the one that threw away the saxophone that depends. Do you rent or own? My my mom owns this property. That's why we don't have enough money, you know, for food, because we spent it all on the house. Really? Really? I've always heard that property is the best investment, you know. But nevertheless, it does belong to your mother. Your mother may approach. Okay. Mom? Mom? This guy, this guy says what? that you, uh, you own oh, him. This what guy says you, you own him. Power? I don't know about owning anyone. I barely own you. Every time you go outside, I don't even know where you go. <laughs> what do you wish from me and my tower of brass? I don't know. Shut up. Shutting up. <laughs> Oh, we all oh, wait for him to start talking again. Who, who, who commands me? 
I do. I want you And to I'm the gatekeeper's some... mother. Who is bullying my son? <laughs> <laughs> Mom! You, what's happening you. out here? I'm hearing a bunch of commotion, and I'm trying to watch my stories. Mom, I told you, this is my first day on the job. I've got it handled, okay? I know, and I'm so proud of you, but I heard a commotion. Thanks, it sounded like you were getting bullied. <laughs> I appreciate it, Mom, but I'm big. I'm, I'm, big, I'm a big guy, and I can handle oh, I it know. myself. Wow, my tough boy. guy's going to run to his mommy. Hey, come on. I bet... <laughs> I'm still going to take your lunch money, dude. I don't care if your mom's watching. Oh, well, I gave him that kind of... Where is your mother? Is this your mother right here? Yeah, my mom's going to take your mom's lunch money. You know, mother to mother, I want to ask if your son does the exact same things my son does. Is that all right? Oh, you mean does he go out on his own and not tell you when he's going to come home? I know. It's like, ugh, you know that. I told you. At, I told you at ten o'clock, mother. I told you I, I was only. I was only thirty minutes late. Thirty minutes, and I was worried sick. I'm sorry, mother. It won't happen again. It's like they That's just don't care good. about us, mother. It really is, isn't it? I mean, I'm a little worried because your son's trying to steal my son's lunch money, and you're doing nothing about it. Well, your son has planted a giant tower on top of our property. So yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to be on our Did property, you, you should pay rent. Did you I'll do that, have you know that we are here magically because your son put the saxophone in the ground here. Oh, is that now, true? Don't be blaming my son for it. We are mere magical fermentations of the growing of the saxophone in B minor. See, Mom, this is what this is what happens when you don't let me just play the saxophone, right? Uh, exactly. Well. If you would have just played the saxophone, we would have never came about. So, how about them apples? Wait, hang on. So there's a curse. There's a curse that activates when you put the saxophone in the ground. Is there a curse that activates when you play that saxophone? Of course. It's a reverse uh, so maybe, curse. What? It's a reverse curse. Exactly. So if I find that if I find that saxophone and play it, then you'll go away. Well, the saxophone is now the tower. Yeah. So I need to play, to play the tower. The tower. Well, Mother, I'm telling it to him. I'm trying to explain it, Mother. I'm you went so, over I'm, this. Look, I'm, I, I know you can do it. I'm sorry. I'm backseat. I'm backseat driving. I will let you do oh, it. I'm very you proud of you. you. You're my no, big okay. boy. I, thank, thank you, Mother. Thank you, Mother. I appreciate it, Mother. Thank you. Thank you, Mother. Thank you. Okay. Uh, yes, as I was saying, the saxophone used to be the tower. Up uh, towards the top of the tower, you will find where the main reed floor is. If you find the reed floor... You're on the right path. Once you find the reed floor, you will find the mouthpiece. You'll find the mouthpiece with the reed. Play the mouthpiece with the reed, and the tower will turn back into a saxophone, which you will learn how to play 
in your seventh grade marching band. Dude, I'm in eighth like, grade. Why would I play with a bunch of seventh graders? Those those guys are kids. You buried us here last year. Really? Fine. Okay. I don't think I have the breath to to climb that thing and then play the saxophone. I, I, sure, you can. Well, you know, you were you were in better shape last year. Yeah, last year I didn't have asthma. Oh, you had asthma, Gaty. You should show him those breathing exercises you learned from the doctor. Well, okay, okay. Uh, uh, try, try this. Uh, when you, when you, when you inhale, press your stomach against your, uh, press your hands. Excuse me, press your hands firmly against your diaphragm. So you're, you're actually. Fighting your hands when you're inhaling. It, it, it helps to strengthen the muscles in your diaphragm. It, was that it, Mother? That was it, wasn't it? That was it. I believe that was it. And also an inhaler I, that I still have. Well, yeah, yeah, we, 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 that's my inhaler, Mother. He has his own inhaler. Ew, you don't I share inhalers. I, that's, that's like sharing earbuds. I, was, I wasn't going to. She was going to. I was trying to tell her. Yes, I know that. I have I'm not to spare you. just in case that you, in case you ever lost yours and you needed it. I just have it. I have it just in case. Thank you, mother. Keep it in the garter on your thigh. I will. I'll holster it right now. Have you reached? The, oh, right the, next the, to the, the handgun. Oh yes. Can't get by without a handgun these days. Up in the sky. Right. I, I'm just saying, don't get the two mixed. Well, you know, us, oh. us, us mythical, musical creatures, we, we have to watch out for ourselves. It's true. It's true. Have you reached no, the I, reading I, floor yet? All right. Um, right. I'm, I'm at, like, the valves, right? There um, you are. Right. One more floor. One more floor. That's it? One, one more floor. Yes. <sighs> okay. I'm at the read floor. Oh. Okay, very good. Now, find the mouthpiece. You're okay, gonna, this, this right here? That's it, yes, yes. And then you're going to blow through it. Now, remember, I know you haven't played in like a year, so... Remember, hang on, you, hang you on. This mouthpiece looks like a shotgun. Am I at well, the right floor? That's... Uh, I mean, you uh, just him to the wrong floor. Wait, how, 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 is, how, is Reed, how is Reed spelled? R-E-A-D. As in, ah, read the Second no. Amendment. Okay. Now you know. One more, one more floor. One, I'm sorry. Sorry. One more floor. What? One more, one more floor. Okay. Now, floor. now I'm in the read floor, and here's the mouthpiece, right? Yeah. There you go. It should look, it should a, look like encouragement like, from like, his mother. Like, like a, like a duck bill, perhaps. Kind of like right. a black. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the wooden insert thing and the metal around it. Nailing it. Yes, perfect. Okay, so. I, I think, I think uh, your mother not, here, who, who originally threw out the saxophone and said you couldn't play it, should give you some encouragement. Is she still in the call? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can do it on your well, own. Well, you know, it, 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 it would be, that would have been a good wrap-up to the story. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, whatever. Of, you're you know, my mom now. 
You're oh, my mom now. Crazy. We could adopt what? you. Would you like to live inside a, a magical saxophone for the rest of your life? It's pretty Honestly, great it's, here. it's better than living in Queens. In that case, don't don't blow into the reed. We'll all disappear. Well, you know, there's something to be said for it. I think your mother's here again. Mom, can you encourage <laughs> hey, me to play hey. the saxophone? I know you didn't approve before, but now you have to you have to tell me to play the saxophone. Do not put that in your mouth. Is that the last time? That how many times have you tried to put strangers' objects in your mouth? I know it didn't work out. I know it didn't work out last time. Okay, with the guy that was going door to door selling pickles, or the guy selling hot dogs from a van. But this time, this time, if I play the saxophone perfectly, the the whole thing is gonna disappear. The big brass cyberpunk. I mean steampunk thing and where did you hear such nonsense that is exactly what tricked you from the pickle guy he gave you a story and you poked on his pickle and the hot dog guy as well now get down from there no no mom you know what this is encouraging me even more than if you believed in me right this this is what I need I need to play powerfully to show you that you're wrong I can Young play. Man, you better not do I it. I can or play. All these years, my son can do this. Oh, oh my God! I'm so appalled. The floor just disappeared magically. Whoa, whoa! Uh, son, son, I'll catch you. Fall catch into me. the right it's direction. Okay. Catch it's me. It's okay, mother. We've we've fulfilled our destiny. We did it, Gacy. Oh, no we've more stories. We've taught another middle schooler how to play the saxophone. We did it. I'm going to play marching band. It's painful, but it's worth it. Every last Um, moment. Yeah, Mom? You can play in that marching band. But however, because you disobeyed my orders, you're grounded for a whole month. Yes, Mother. Okay. Now let's get you a real saxophone. All right. Let's not go to that uh, guitar, sh- that pawn shop, though. <laughs> yes, that uh, that cashier was looking at me really weird. Yeah, yeah. And scene. <laughs> scene. Scene. Ah. All right, we got uh, we got Felix and Johnny here. Uh, how are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Too bad at all either. I got a. I do have a sketch as well. Yay! I awesome. didn't say I'm out of sketches. Uh, but uh, before we get to that, has anything happened to you this week? 
Uh, not much, really. Just mainly just doing college work, I guess. Yeah. Um. This week I got a job at a cheesesteak place. Oh, nice. nice. It's it's one of those things where like I am on unemployment, so I would make more money if I didn't work. But also, I wanted free cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's important. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you get to stand out front with the sample tray? No, I haven't worked my way up to that yet. Oh, that's that's a higher echelon. That's a the yeah. I um I operate the cash register, so I uh, I give change, I take tips, you know. Wow, giving out free samples nice. is a, is more responsibility than taking money. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, if I lose <laughs> if I lose a customer's money then they don't get a sandwich, but like, <laughs> but if I lose the sandwich, then nobody gets anything. Does somebody else count your till? Uh, what's a till? Oh, I'm sorry. That would be, that would be an old, old timer, old timer reference to the cash register drawer, the money. <laughs> <laughs> does does yeah, someone else that. count the money in your drawer for you? No, no, no. I, I count the money in the drawer. Right. Nice. Nice. So funny thing happened. Uh, there's a sub shop and, um, and, a the cheesesteak place and they're owned by the same guy. So apparently the woman that works the register at the sub shop doesn't speak English very well. So when people, when customers order a soft drink from her, she doesn't understand what to do. So they have to receive the soft drink, come over to the cheesesteak place and pay for it and buy it there. <laughs> Which is the most insane thing I've ever I've ever heard. That's super weird, yeah. Also, I've never heard anybody like not Australian call it a soft drink. Well, yeah, that's what you call it in the beverage industry, so I always hear everyone call it soda. Yeah. Yeah. Or pop. No, we we call it that's it. I guess you really That's have to work. That's what the register the, refers to it as. So you have to really yeah, work. You have cool. to be in the know. You have to really be working in the industry to call it a soft drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have, to, you have to be working on the on the end of the service side because you, you, you kind of get so it's not a, it's a soft drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're serving hard drinks versus soft drinks. Yeah, that's when it's you've got to differentiate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, so but like I, that is in that my is fancy the most restaurant, thing you know, I've ever I'm had asking, to deal with. When I'm asking someone if they want drinks, I'm like, could I get you something to drink? Perhaps a hard drink or a soft drink? Or a hard soft drink? A hard soft drink? Or Broken a medium? Gin? Is there a medium drink? Is there such thing as a medium drink? I think a medium drink is like a slim fast. <laughs> something that's milky? Yeah. Yeah, like or chalky like a... milky would be a medium drink. <laughs> right. But then if it's an egg cream, which is chocolate milk with seltzer, that's that's a soft drink again. The seltzer, the bubble, the bubbles makes it soft. Yeah. yeah. But what about like a beer? Beer is hard. That's but a hot soft bubbles. drink. Yeah, that's oh, when it's got bubbles. Oh, shit. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Maybe oh. beer is actually medium. 
Nope, but you just said it's medium is creamy. You no. can't change the rules. <laughs> Mid- <laughs> medium, medium well done. <laughs> what does that mean, though? <laughs> if it's got more dairy Johnny, and it's not a bubbles, it's medium rare. Do we still have Johnny? I'm still here. Uh, What's going hey. on? What have you been up to? Just doing college work, I guess, for a psychology major. And, yeah. Oh, could you do yeah, a dissertation so. on the psychology of improv? Um, I think that's more like something along the lines of, like, what part of the brain makes it, like, makes you come up with things like that quicker. I'm not sure if there's, like, mm. I haven't looked it up, but I'm pretty sure there's something like that online. Yeah, that, that's fascinating. They can, like, look at improv or do, like, some sort of scan in their brain, see what areas of the brain flare up. Right. Mm. I would love to do, like, an experiment like that, but, like, it's Kevin Hart doing a stadium show. Like, what area of his brain flares up when thousands of people are expecting you to be funny? Uh, also, like, some sort of, like, I, I like it better on the impro- on an improv because Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart doing a stadium show that's a memorized thing that's like doing a theatrical production I'd rather see someone who's working spontaneously and listening and reacting you know your orig- mm. the original thing I think would be more interesting like put you know put like you know five improvers in a room with five cat scan machines yeah yeah and see it, have them all improv a, together try to get a scene going with that. Over that noise. Uh, It's just everybody, the whole improv is about your turkey's done. Yeah. Uh, So, so you're here in therapy because of your claustrophobia. Beep. Ah, shit, the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. This All right. Um, pitch. Uh, Felix, what's up with you? Uh, not a lot this week. Last night, though, I went to a, a jam, like an in-person jam, improv jam. That was fun. Um, I was going to say, improv- I have... Oh, what was that? Like you have in-person classes. How are those like? Yeah, they're going really well. Um, my next one's tomorrow, and then I have the showcase the next week. So that's gonna be fun. But yeah, nice. it's like, yeah, relearning every, like object work and all that shit. <laughs> Remembering that I have a body that can do things, <laughs> and not just a voice <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, there like a, a moment in the classes that like stand out to you, like something that someone said. Something someone did. Yeah. Like, oh, man, that, uh, that's like one of the. the yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the teacher is like full of those, and it's so good. I remember there was like, um, uh, like the, he had that like he had a moment where he was talking about like to someone who was reacting in a scene. Um, we were kind of doing like little tiny things. It was mostly with object work, but it was like, and I was like, oh look, I've like made a bird, and the next person like cooked the bird, and we all like reacted in a big way. And um, it was really funny, but like the teacher was just like that kind of stuff in scenes. Like he was like, it's a good talking point 
because you can you've got that person who will come into a scene when you like you've got one person who comes in it's just like hey mom like help can you help me out with the school project and then it's just like oh like what if like this mom just gave the kid drugs or something or like we did something really big and silly to get a laugh and the teacher like he's just saying like that kind of stuff like you when you do when you come in and you try and get that big laugh you're like not adding anything to the scene you'll, you'll find you have like nowhere to go from there right like you're like you're destroying the bridge before you've built it like it's like getting rid of the base reality you know because you want to build a bridge so that you can dance on it was the phrase you used and i was like that's so like yeah like yeah that makes a lot more sense now because i used to be like that per- kind of person come in try and get the big laugh but then like you've got fuck all to go like from there because you've kind of yeah. like lost the audience a bit nice yeah that's a good lesson to learn yeah but uh, I must say, um, doing improv in just an audio-only format has been extremely challenging, especially on a listening level, and especially on top of that with the lag. Right. Yeah. See, I think I'm like the only person like here who has more experience doing uh, like online improv than in-person improv. Yeah, same with me. I I don't think I've taken any in-person improv classes the only things that i know is just scenes i've seen from like youtube or improv like whose lines anyway and that's like mm-hmm. the only classes i have it's like yeah, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's, Ooh, yeah, it's not like impressive it's more just like uh lack it's doing it doing it audio is, is it's it's great it's it's challenging and it's limiting because you're only using one sense but you're really, really using that sense to a major extreme. But in physical mm-hmm. improv, there's so it, it's so freeing. I mean, you're 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 listening and you're looking too, you know, and you're and you're reading body movements and you're interpreting that. So you're you're able to use your imagination to not only manipulate what somebody's doing, but what's they're also what they're saying. Hmm. Which is which yeah, I, I think is it's fun. It's a blast. I mean, I, I miss doing. I haven't done, you know, improv like that since I was your guys' age. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, like, the only feel, yeah. Do, like in person is to actually take classes or there's like, like groups and clubs that offer that. Yeah. I would say yeah. Yeah, just wherever you can find in your local area. If there's a, if, if, how old are you, uh, Johnny? Uh, 21. Well, you're in college, you said too, right? Is your, does your theater department yeah. have uh, any improv classes? I think I think the theater class has improv in it, but I, don't, I actually looked at it like in my campus to see if there's actually any clubs or anything related to that. I don't think I found. Anything. So I went to a community college, and uh, because of that, I was able to quote unquote start uh, an improv troupe. There you go. What happened was I put up one poster. And I told everyone I knew about it, and nobody signed up. Like, I I don't go to college anymore, and I'm pretty sure that sign's still up there. And that's (laughs) the reason you don't go to college anymore. Yeah, I'm. I mean, if they had an improv, uh, (laughs) an improv (laughs) troupe, where damn you you, all, I'll show you the initiative, though. (laughs) Yeah, and now now. Now I'm doing improv here, right? This is the main thing I do, right? And I, I told you, last month, they gave me a check, quote-unquote, 
for 47 cents. Who's <laughs> married? Oh, okay. Like, I, uh, yeah. I was in a class and I kept telling people like, oh, awesome. you know, sign up for Ooze Bear, go to my, go to my show. It's called Cold Reads. Uh, and I did all that work for 47 cents. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Means you're professional. <laughs> I think that's cool, man. You got paid for you. Did you, how, how much, yeah. how much do you get paid? How much do I get paid? Do you not have, and, uh, the, like that many the, that's saying program. Yeah, you yeah. got to Right. You I go to the menu and you click. It doesn't reach Australia. But I didn't get any. Oh, oh, oh that sucks. <laughs> I didn't know there was a there was a way to get paid for this. Yeah, uh, you're in so the how it Discord, works, yeah. How it works is you share the link to um uh a show you did on Oozbear. And they put banner ads on it oh, and give you a portion me, of the Brian. banner ads. That, what what happened? No, we lost you. You got you got phased out by Oozbear. I couldn't hear you. What? Oh. Who 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 left? <laughs> right whenever you were oh, no, speaking, no, no, your your phased voice out. phased out. Okay. Well, anyway, like I was, I know, like I was explaining. <laughs> you share the link to an Oozbear show like this, yeah, uh, and. Uzbear puts banner ads on it and then pays you for the banner ads. But the problem is people have ad block or, or since this is a podcast, if they aren't looking at their screen, you don't get paid. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, I was just amazed that you were able to get paid for, for doing this, but uh because yeah. well, we you you do we do hard work, man. Well, you you you're afterwards editing stuff and posting it on YouTube as well. So, hats off to you. I haven't yeah. been I haven't been hip to promoting it as much because my microphone sounded like crap the last few times. So, but now now that I'm I sound all professional again, I will definitely promote the show. That's that's awesome. Like yeah. Uh, all right. Um. I forgot who uh, who's that they brought in a brought in a sketch. Yeah, one. Yeah, just put the put the Google Drive link in the. So now, uh, tell us a little bit about it and cast it. Say who you want so and who you don't want. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, I it's off of. Have you ever seen U, UFC Ultimate Fighting Championship? They have press conferences before every fight. And it's usually uh-huh. this intense sort of thing where they just like the main part of it is like the two fighters basically just shit talk each other, I guess, which is exactly what I just like wrote. So like basically two fighters sort of just talking to shit talking each other, but I sort of twisted it so like they're just making puns. They're making like fish puns, but they're still shit talking each other. So that's basically the deal. So there's um let's see, there's the announcer. So I think uh, Adam should definitely do the announcer. Got it. And there is Kirk and Chandler. Those are the two fighters. Chandler is the one that's the more crash and just like more bravado and stuff. So who wants to do that one? I I'll think do it. Maybe all right, Brian and then Kirk should be Felix then. And there's also like right. reporters that come in, so I should just I should just do the reporters and the narration, I guess. Okay, so when you when you're ready, read the stage directions. Okay. Wait, hold on. There's also okay, like two uh, other like really small lines though. 
Shall I shall I jump in? Because the the announcer's just at the beginning, right? He's the one that's all in the uh, uh, the capital. Yeah. So after the like capital. the narration, then the announcer. Shall I ju- shall I jump in and do some reporter? Because you've got two reporters, right? Shall I do second reporter? Okay. Okay, or, you can be. Or, uh, yeah, second reporter. Okay. There's also like there's you? Dominic and the some guy at the end. So who wants to be the some guy at the end and Dominic? Dominic has one line though. I'll be some guy at the end. Okay. That's that. that that's Felix, the, name of, that's the name of my porno, by the way. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's Dominic come in? Is that um, would it be better for you to do it if it's not a reporter bit, or is it like a? It can also be a reporter. There's like three of them. You can be the third one. I don't know. Oh, yeah, no way. I could do it the Dominic one. Yeah, I just thought um, I was just seeing where it was. So it's in yeah. the top of page two. All right. Easy. Okay, if that's done, then I just I'll read it. I think we're interior yeah. sold out theater Friday night in a dark room enhanced enhanced with strolling lights. A collection of chairs organized in the several rows are gradually being occupied by care supporters and excited fans. The camera steadily zooms towards a stage that features two tables, each covered with a black sheet and crowned with a white nameplate. Standing between the tables is a podium which features a distinguished sign that spells out UFC. It is framed proudly in the center. From from the right of the stage, a large but toned man in a gray suit named Dominic heads to the podium, walking behind it. The press conference is about to start. A voice that is grander than life suddenly emerges out from above, paired with a guitar riff. A bigger than a bigger boat will be required in order to capture the sheer magnitude of the following fight between the two of the best fishermen in all the world. Welcome to the ultimate fishing championship, 281 press conference, live in Las Vegas, Nevada. The crowd roars from their seats. Darting from out the trenches of the North Atlantic, this Florida fisherman is known for his volume and style. Leading the league in total fishes caught. He holds a 10 fishing winning streak. The number one contender, Chandler Classic Cranston. Chandler struts onto the stage from the right. A mixture of boos and cheers can be heard. Chandler fans his hands by his ears, egging the audience on. He sports a dark blue bomber jacket, which he zips up to reveal his shirt, reading out class act in bold letters. He nods his head a couple times before finally taking a seat. His opponent, the most dominant fisherman this league has ever seen, with a record of 29 wins and zero losses. Scoring the biggest catches and scoring the biggest wins. Securing five title defenses in his career. Hailing from Brazil and raised in the streets of California. The champion, Kurt Ocean Munoz. It slowly enters the stage from the left. The audience cheering loudly. He claps his hands as he makes his way to the seat. Throws in a quick bump to the crowd as well. He bows his head towards Dominic, shakes his hand, and sits down before raising one hand in the air in hopes to bring out another cheer. 
As a result, the audience goes loud. How's everyone doing tonight? These two guys are ready to go. So who's got the first question? The first reporter can be heard attempting to get his word in from amongst the applause and chants. As the audience begins to settle down, he prepares his question. Uh, this one's for Kurt. For Kurt, please. Okay, so uh, I just want to say first to preference my question. Congrats on an outstanding run you've had for within your time in the UFC. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, for an old guy like me, I'm extremely happy for results I'm seeing and continuing to see, even at this point in my career. So, thank you. Hey, funnily enough, that ties in really well with my first question. Reading your mind. <laughs> hey, definitely. So, so, Kurt, I have to ask. Considering your time in this organization and the world of fishing as a whole, do you see, or rather, do you find closure knowing that these, perhaps, final stretches of your professional fishing career is turning out so positively? And does this factor affect the way you fish in terms of, like, do you get nervous or anything, potentially spoiling your perfect record? As far as being nervous, I wouldn't necessarily... Uh... Oh, he's nervous, all right. I mean, losing his undefeated accolade to me has always been on his mind. Hey, hey, you'll get your time to talk, my friend. Be patient over there. I'm just uh, trying to help you, okay? The way you were talking sounded like you needed me to step in and pick up the pace. I mean, look at the way you walked onto the stage. I saw it. Everyone saw it. You looked like you were flopping in like a hopeless fish out of water. But I'm still here, ain't I? Even now, I'm still champion. Still here, kicking it. Yeah, barely. The only reason you're still holding the belt is because you haven't fished against me yet. But just watch. Saturday night, you're going to sleep with those fishes. <laughs> okay, Chandler. Okay, then. Second reporter asked a question. Hi, this one's for Kurt. I'm curious to know, Kurt, and you can see it on display right here. It, right there, in fact. But I was curious to know your thoughts on Chandler's crass attitude to other fishermen and to other fisherwomen in this sport. Oh, he's fishing for attention. That's what I think. I'd like to appear after that comment. Woo! Woo! I don't need to fish for it. I got that natural talent. That natural talent to reel in excitement. Hook, line, sinker. To his point, he's made a career off his attitude. So do you feel it's in your order to humble him or not allow him to get away with it? Honestly, it's not my objective to try and humble him because I, I don't worry too much about him. Uh, there are many fish in the sea, you know, many fish that I faced before, and uh, he's just not that special. Not special? Ha! I lead the entire league in fishes caught. But you catch small fish, very tiny. Doesn't matter. It's about volume. I catch enough of them to win every time at the weigh-ins. Every time. You could try to look for that big one but you'll find yourself struggling to keep up with my pace. When it's time to weigh in, I'm the one on top. But I am the one on top, my friend. Not for long, my friend. 
not for long. Order asks his question. Uh, this this question for Chandler. So I think it goes without saying, Kurt is your toughest challenge so far. Perhaps with that in sure. mind, it may not be no coincidence that he's your most hated rival amongst everyone you face. Can you explain why that is and what started it? But he hated everyone, so it's not a big surprise. Hey, what happened to taking turns, huh? That patience you were so obsessed with earlier. But you always have beef with people. You're surrounded in beef. You're more cattle ranchers than fishermen. That dude, Dominic, looking surprised. He didn't know that Kurt had that ability in him to produce a line like that. <laughs> sure, real corny line there, Kurt. Real bad line. But I mean, looking at the way you fish, I shouldn't be surprised to see you casting bad lines. <laughs> you have a sharp tongue, but I'll make you... I'll make your tongue sharper by putting a hook through it and throwing you out into the water. Oh, you want to throw me out to water? I'm hoping to throw you out the league. You can try, but you will fail. We'll see, huh? Saturday night. Saturday night, boy. Ticket pays for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. I am not boy. You are boy. Oh, yeah. Say that again. Chandler slowly moves his way towards Kurt, but Dominic is anxiously trying to hold him back. You're already trying to retire from catching fish, huh? Trying to catch some hands, is that right? If you want me so bad, throw your best line. You're supposed to be good at throwing lines. I'm going to throw something, all right. <laughs> Chris grabs his... Uh, Chandler grabs his nameplate and chucks it at Kurt. Kurt has finally had enough and gets out of his chair. Much to Dominic's fear. As both men attempt to approach each other, the broadcast turns off, leaving a blank screen of a television in frame. In its reflection is some guy with a remote control in his hand, sitting on the couch. Whoa. I didn't know fishing was so intense. <laughs> and scene. Nice. And scene, Johnny. See yeah. Good job, my man. Great, great right. sketch. That was great. I could really, I could I really envision you. that. I feel like a lot of the yeah. lines is like not taken away from UFC. It was like kind of like a parody because I feel like a lot of the things is like I didn't necessarily write it, but it's like inspired off it. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I could totally see it, I, but you know what it needs. I, I could totally see that with a bunch of with a bunch of audio added in. With like it needs that crowd noise behind it with the ah oh, yeah and, oh ooh. yeah yeah, yeah. needs all that. <laughs> and then I and then I pictured like as the at the end when the fight started throw, throwing down that you would start hearing like like the sound of like fish fishing lines being cast. Zzz, you know, as part of like the fight. <laughs> like, <laughs> punches, punches, punches. Punches. <laughs> Like at uh, like at WWE matches, people hold up the signs with puns and uh, Bible verses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think he but I think he used just about all the fishing puns that you could do into a into that fishing scene, which was great. You get the swimming with really, the fish. Some really good ones. Casting Are there any Bible line. verses about fishing that people could put on the signs? Teach a man uh, to fish. 
That, yeah. uh, that's not in the Bible. That one, that one about how Jesus made a bunch of fish. Like, yep, yeah, that, it, it, that is in the Bible. Well, that's a, that's about that's like teach a man to fish and or give him a fish, isn't that? That's part of the Michael row your boat ashore, isn't it? <laughs> the what? <laughs> you know what? I, don't don't question me, young man. You know what I'm talking about. So was this whole sketch inspired by the fact that you know UFC uh, could stand for Ultimate Fishing Championship? <laughs> yeah, I mean. I was trying to figure out what the twist was. I was, I was going to twist the F to be, they could have been flowering championship. I thought, you know, fishing had more like, more puns in it. Right. Because, well, you, you know, ever, famously. Have you ever watched one of, you watched one of those fishing famous, competitions? Uh, no. I, I don't, I tried to do like research on it by just looking up fishing terminology, but that's about as much as I did. Give a man a fire and he's more for, but set him on fire. right so i was going to say famously uh wwf was the world wrestling federation but they got sued by wwf the world wildlife foundation uh Uh, now they had to change uh, the name to wwe what if the wwf was the world wildlife foundation federation or and it was like pandas fighting I think that might be illegal. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you're rich enough, nothing's illegal. Are the pandas it's sentient? Underground. Are pandas sentient, like, in general? No, no, the, the, the pandas that are wrestling, <laughs> is it more than just pandas? Are, are they it, in on it? Are you mean, like, yeah, well, they're like, fame-hungry, they want to kill each other? Like, Kung yeah, they're, they're trying to, like, trying to yeah, get like, a contract yeah. with their managers. I'm saying like a kung fu panda world. Is that what is that what we're talking about here? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like it's a like it's a talking animal. WWF. <laughs> the world. What is it? The world wildlife federation. wildlife federation. <laughs> and uh, and and Vince McMahon would be uh, a monkey. Kind of Vince McMonkey. Any animal. I, I think he's more of like, a lemur. Yeah. I think he's like 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 he's king like King Leon. Oh, King Julian. All right. Um, King Julian. What's his... uh, he's played by, um, I know, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sasha Baron King Julian. King Julian. Right. So tonight, I, I, I can't do it without making it sound ra- without it coming out racist. I have racist. I have right, I know. I know. But Vince McMonkey is a better name. Oh, you're <laughs> right. Oh, Vince McMonkey. Oh. Is it like a? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm Vince McMonkey. We know we John know Zebra. Know. Let's let's keep coming up with pun names like John Zebra. Oh, what's uh, well, there's already Jake the Snake. Yep. Don't need to change that one. No, uh, we've. Oh, the Undertamer, and he's a lion. <laughs> Uh, Co- well, then there's Coco Beware. That's another one. That's like he was. He's, he was like Coco Coco Bird. Coco Beware. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, with Coco the, Bay. Coco Bay. Coco. Bear. <laughs> what else is there? Then there's. 
the ultimate fighter or was it the well there's hulk hogan there's a the hulk uh uh hulk ho kangaroo hulk hogan he's a hog hulk hulk hogan there you go nice felix (laughs) (laughs) the hogamania (laughs) (laughs) the world's coming alive with hogamania (laughs) i am a real hog hog america (laughs) i'm trying to think of one for randy savage i mean savage is there like is it Macho, Macho Monkey Randy Savage. Yeah, <laughs> you can't have the, but he's already the monk. The monkey is uh, Vince McMonkey. Yeah. Macho. Macho Manatee. Yep. <laughs> Macho Macho Man. Hey, Macho Manatee. Macho Manatee. <laughs> Macho Manatee. <laughs> Don't call me a stingray. Call me manatee. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming at you live ringside. I am Vince McMonkey here at Disney Wild Kingdoms for for the title bout this evening. Starring in this corner... Macho Manatee! Ding, 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 ding! And in this corner, the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight of the World Wildlife Federation, Hulk Hogan! Macho Manatee, what makes you think that you could take down Hulk Hogan? You've never won a match against Hulk Hogan. What makes you think it's going to happen tonight? <laughs> well, tonight's the night where the tables get flipped. I'm getting... <laughs> Any animal puns. This hog's getting cooked. I'm having bacon tonight. Woo! <laughs> Macho Manatee, this crowd really wants to know, how long can you survive out of water? 42 minutes. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Time to smoke this hog. Hogan, Hogan, Hogan. Hogan, it looks like you've got all the little Hoganettes out here chanting for you. (laughs) What? Are you going to be able to take down Macho Manatee (laughs) and hold on to your (laughs) undisputed WWF belt? (laughs) Obviously, Hulk Hogan is speechless, folks. Along with the chair, Hogan. 
Manatee, Macho Manatee has snuck up between, behind Hulk Hogan while I was asking his question, and he's hit him on the back of his head with his Ooh, tail, hell. folks. Hulk Hogan seems to be dazed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like that tail. <laughs> Macho Manatee's going in for seconds. Yeah, wow. Just light up my little fire here to smoke up this hog. He's got him in the figure oh. five leg lock. All five, all four, all four legs, plus the squirrely, squirrely, squiggly tail of Hulk Hogan has been pinned down to the mat. Yeah. We've got the ref, Johnny Cockroach, coming over to count it out. Johnny, how's it look? Uh, what the looks bad. Four, three, two, one. Oh, oh the Hogman! The Hulk Hogan is broken out of the of the pit ah. just at the last moment. He's shaking his head. Is he okay? He's shaking his head. He looks like he's having convulsions. He's standing there shaking his head. Macho Manatee is going up. He smacked him in the back of the head. It doesn't have any effect on him. He's still standing there shaking his head. The Hogamaniacs are going crazy. Hogan, <laughs> what the fuck, man? What's going on? Macho Manatee is soon right. He's, you can see him drying up on the mat. It seems that his hits on Hulk Hogan have no effect on yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Hogan, 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 Hogan. Hulk Hogan has ripped off his shirt. All his teats are showing. Get him, Hogan. What? Hogan is Milk saying something him. to the crowd. What is Hogan Milk saying him. to the crowd? Hogan is putting his hand next to his ear, and he's listening for the crowd to talk. To ho Hogan. Hogan, 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 Hogan. 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 Milk his ass. Manatee is stunned. Manatee is on his knees. Oh, God. He's begging for forgiveness. I I just please I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Hogan. I didn't mean it. Get up. Hulk Hogan is climbing to the top turnbuckle. He's giving him the famous flying back bacon. Ow! Oh, Macho uh, Manatee uh, is out. Uh, Johnny Cockroach is uh, coming over to count it out. Johnny, how's it look? Well, well, don't step on me, don't step on me. Five, four, three, two, one. That's it, folks. Hulk Hogan is has held on to his undisputed WWF title belt. Somebody roll Macho Manatee back into the ocean, please. They're 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 picking up what's left of Macho Manatee. Hulk Hogan, any word for you for your fans? It seemed like you were out, but your fans seemed to chant you on and and lifted your spirits. Any words for them? You heard it here, folks. Thanks again for tuning in to the WWF. I'm Vince McMonkey. Signing off. 
we here at Greenpeace are doing everything in our power to get Vince Ma- <laughs> to to get uh, the manatee back to shore. We can assure you we're on this. Sponsored by BP. And see. Sorry, <laughs> <see. laughs> I thought you were my Hogan, man. Hogan. I thought you were my Hulk Hogan, Brian. Ah, uh, shit. I, someone else, like, interrupted me. I kept, uh, and kept talking over me. I don't know. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. So, so, yeah, I thought you were an excellent Vince McMonkey. Mm-hmm. You didn't sound anything like Vince McMahon, though. I, I couldn't remember what Vince McMahon sounded like, exactly. <laughs> so I just kept throwing, I, I, I played either. the monkey part by throwing in the hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, the hoo-hoo's were very good. <laughs> but oh, at well, first I did a hog thing in. and went <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, because Johnny came in as the like the cockroach, and you're like, "Don't step up me! Don't step up me! Don't step up me!" What? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna yeah. try and extend it further and, and say, "Oh, someone's turned and turned the light on Johnny the cockroach. He's run out of the ring. The fight's still going." And I was like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> uh, you like described that entire fight. That was awesome. Yeah, he like commented what happened. Basically, you did like the story thing. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna play a, a, a backseat on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> right, get some tea. You deserve it. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna where's my I'm I'm gonna re, I'm gonna demand a quarter out of that check, Brian. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a well earned quarter. <laughs> mm-hmm. So oh, this, is um, like going, this is like going to the gym for me. This is my this is my exercise. Yeah, yeah. Your breathing exercises in diaphragm. No, my my imagine. Yeah, <laughs> you like that one? I think that might actually <laughs> yeah. be some, some. There might actually be some truth to that. Yeah, right. I think so. It sure sounded like I I, con- I convinced all you guys. So, I I remember one time my school did that thing where you know you play a CPR video. Uh, except I didn't remember anything from it. But what I do remember is the weird set of circumstances surrounding it. So for weeks, they said, okay, we're going on a field trip to Mountain Creek, which is the theme park, which is, you know, the water park better known as Action Park. But we're just going to watch a CPR video and leave. Don't bring your bathing suit. There won't be any time to do anything fun. We're just going to see the CPR video and then we're going back to school so you can finish the day's classes. What? That's insane <laughs> to me, right? So you went to Why Adventure would... Park or Action, what used to be Action, the literal place that used to be Action Park and just yeah. to watch, was, you weren't actually seeing a live demonstration. You were going there to watch a no. video. Right, because I don't know how they arrived at that. How was transporting 20 kids and four teachers easier than transporting one person and a DVD or yeah. something small enough to fit in a goddamn email, right? Email us the video. Why the fuck? We, we have smart boards. 
I could understand it like this, yeah. this taking. I could understand this happening like in the seventies, and that like being the only projector in the in the tri-state area. <laughs> yeah. But in this day and age, that does not that does not compute. That seems like some sort of subliminal. Now, did 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 the school end up doing something with the with the park like down the road? I have no idea. Like they were like, oh yeah, yeah, we teach CPR. We also have a, a theme park. <laughs> I'm more excited about the theme park. Oh, we're just interested in the CPR. Oh, but we have a really good theme park. Well, maybe you could come to our school and teach us CPR. Sure, that sounds like a good idea. They call back the next day. You know, we'd really love to do the CPR class, but we can't make it to your school. Do you think you can bring your students to our theme park? <laughs> I thought you said in the next bit, like, you would rest your vocal cords. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was just too funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I wasn't doing it like this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so does uh, the Felix, do you have another uh, script that you want to share? No, I, I'm out of them today. Uh, oh, no AI script? Oh. Right to um, the only thing I did have was, uh, <laughs> I was talking earlier about finding things in the garbage, cursed objects. And so I, I remembered I had this one in my Google Drive when I was looking for the script. And this is a thing I found. Um, in a in a dumpster, it's extremely cursed. It's a it's like a car, it's a wooden board with a like glued on image of Andre Agassi. Very eighties. I don't know if his wig is real. <laughs> Just this ace of hearts you know underneath. You know that's a toupee. You know that's a toupee, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I figure like it looks like one, and like extremely like. Oh my god! Top, it looks like, so bad now, knowing that it's a wig. If, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it even almost looks just, photoshopped, right? <laughs> uh. This is what you brought in 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 lieu of. Yeah, is that I found this at a dumpster once and I took it because I liked it, uh, and it's just extremely cursed. That was shot in Vegas. Yeah. That's that's Vegas Strip in the background, or is it a green? Yeah, again, is that, it like, green screen? You think that's green screen? Oh, I don't know. I think green screening wasn't like was it good enough? The hand, the hand. I want to draw attention to the hand because that also looks fake. That looks like a different person's hand. Oh, it does. Which one uh, on the car? Like, holding the rack, on the car, rack. right? I, I highly doubt that he's holding that tennis racket, but I'm definitely sure that's not a real car. It, it looks like his hands not on anything. Like his hands not he's not reflected in the car. Oh, I totally see what you're saying now. Oh, oh yeah, because it doesn't look his hand does not look like in proportion to the size of where it should be on that car. In right, the fact, watch. There's no reason for him to be wearing a watch on that hand. That watch is definitely a third photo. Like his arm is. His, one person, his watch is another person, and his hand is a third person. <laughs> Maybe he's like, he saw his arm in the picture, and he didn't think it was hairy enough, so he had stuff like <laughs> 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 
<laughs> like he saw a picture day. of David Hasselhoff and was like, oh my god, I need to compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I can get Hasselhoff's arm. <laughs> yeah, Hasselhoff's <laughs> elbow, like left arm. Uh, Chuck Norris is right arm. <laughs> yeah, that was actually originally a picture from Knight Rider. That was David Hasselhoff late, leaning on a car, on Knight Rider. So they took the arm out of that photo, changed the car, and put Agassi in. God, I want to be able to find a bunch of photos now and like, like, uh, uh, get one of those like whiteboards with the red string and tie them all together and be like, this is how they created this photo. <laughs> this arm, this eye. Chain theory or string theory yeah. for the creation of yeah. the photo. <laughs> And somebody actually mounted this on a piece of wood? Yeah, this is on a piece of wood. Wow. Somebody put some time, because they mounted it pretty good. The only thing that looks, the only reason it looks bad is because it's old. So, like, you know, there's no ripples mm. on it. Yeah. Yeah, but there's, like, a pasta stain or something, and it got his shirt. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> <The pasta> <laughs> <stain>. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like someone shoved a chili dog in his arm. Oh, I see. It's like the orange <laughs> part, right? Yeah. I thought that was a part of it. No, I'm pretty sure, like, because it goes off of him a bit, so I'm pretty sure that's just from being in the garbage. Maybe that's, like, the the shirt is its own Photoshop. Like, they Photoshop some guy with, like, bad B.O. or, like, food on his shirt. <laughs> yeah, the neck. Uh, When you look at the neck, it looks fake. Yeah, like his legs, yeah the they wanted someone in proportion with part. His bottom torso does not look in proportion to his upper torso. That's a yeah. woman's leg. That is definitely a woman's leg. Just one leg? Yeah. <laughs> Just one <laughs> leg is a woman's leg? Which yeah. one? <laughs> one ear is thicker than the other. That's definitely Wait a minute, they're both, le- <laughs> they're both left feet. <laughs> Major leg. <laughs> Uh, the little chipping in the wood next to his nose. Kind okay, of but like, like why is he holding a tennis racket though? Because he's a tennis, he's player. A tennis player. Right, but you can't play tennis in that location. If he is there, you couldn't play tennis there. There's no reason for there to be a tennis racket in that location. He I just won it at that... one of the casinos. He just <laughs> won the racket. He got it out of the casino. Yeah, you got it out of a claw, one of those claw machines where you, like, you have to put the key right through the keyhole thing and turn it. Yeah. Right? There was a brand new racket <laughs> hanging on it. It looks like a and pretty old just, racket. And they were like, they're were, they were Mr. Agassi. You have to come, Mr. Agassi, you've parked your car in the middle of the road, Mr. Agassi. That's not a normal parking racket. space, Mr. Agassi. We know you're a tennis star. Please, sir. I'll move my I'll move my car in a second. I just I just gotta win this tennis racket out of this machine. <gasps> Mr. Agassi, please. You're blocking traffic. Do you do you do you have a do you have a dollar? Yeah, yes, Mr. Agassi. Here's a dollar. Here's another dollar, Mr. Agassi. Thank you, thank you. Hey, hey, what's 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 going on here? Why is he blocking the road? It's Andre Agassi, sir. Please, if you could be patient for another moment. He's almost done playing this game. 
Andre, oh, it's Andre Agassi. I completely, yeah, I completely understand. Okay, let that man do whatever he wants. Thank you, sir. Thank you for understanding. Mr. Hey, Mr. Hey, Agassi, the folks are really, really being patient. If you could finish up. Uh, I, oh, thanks, don't guys. You, don't you already, you already own 15 of these tennis rackets. No, but I need, I need, like, there's something about getting one from a claw machine. Like, I didn't even know they had them in claw machines. I'll be the guy who's playing with a tennis racket. He won out of a claw machine. You know, realize how much marketing potential that has. Now, do you have a dollar? Because I, I didn't get it. It's like my hands yes, are Mr. two Agassi, Here's another hands. dollar. Here's another dollar. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Calm down. And, and, damn it. Ah. Oh, these things are just too difficult. Do you have a dollar? Okay. Hey, guys yes, in, the, Mr. in the line outside, do you guys have a dollar? Oh, my God. Are you Andre Agassi? <laughs> yeah, it's me. What, what do you need? What do you need? I just need a dollar. Do you have a dollar? Oh, I only have hundreds. Here, take them all. Oh, shit. Oh, man, I just, that doesn't take hundreds, but maybe I can swap these for a bunch of ones. Thanks. Thanks, man. Uh, hey, guys, back. Can you, you swap need. a hundred for a bunch of ones? What? Oh, sure I can. Anything for you, August Agassi. Ah, oh, awesome. Did you call me August? <laughs> I like you said Tommy, August Tommy, Agassi. it's Andre. It's Andre. Tommy, it's Andre. Apologize now. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Augustine. I did not mean to mispronounce your first name. Agassi, Agassi. It's Andre Agassi, Tommy. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, are oh. you mispronouncing my favorite tennis player's name? Guys, guys, it's okay. It's okay. My publicist will get him after after I've finished with this claw machine. Damn it. Uh, thanks for all the ones. Here's that hundred. Uh, talk to my publicist later. You get okay, okay. You, you, you got to pay for that. I'm sorry. You get to pick, though. You get to pick if you want to fine or if he takes your thumb. All right. I may be here a while, guys. I'm so sorry. Mr. Agassi, what we could do is, uh, is we, we could actually... Hey. You've spent so much here at the casino. We could, we really need to get your car moved. We could just give you the tennis racket, sir, if you would do a small favor for us. <sighs> but I gotta win it. You know, there's no marketing potential in buying a tennis racket. I understand that, sir. I understand that very much. But what if we could uh, maybe we could make you a deal? How about I give you the tennis racket, and then I will also. Throw in a picture. We'll let you take a picture with your car. And I noticed that your arms aren't very hairy. We can I'm Photoshop. I'm really about that. But I, I understand that, sir. But we can throw in a Photoshop of David Hasselhoff's arm. Oh, that guy's arms are amazing. I know. They're so hairy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. They're like a man's arms. They're so good. Ah, that <laughs> sounds really good. I do want this tennis racket. Um, you know what? Let's do the photo. And, uh, and is there any possibility that I could get a different tennis racket and break this vending machine with my serve? And then I take that tennis racket. Of course, Mr. Augustine. Did you call me Mr. Augustine? I mean, Mr. Agassi. I mean, Mr. Agassi. Of course, Mr. Agassi. Uh, 
I'm sorry. Kill I gotta write your name down. Kill, I gotta, oh. kill, <laughs> I'm gonna take your big toes, my man. I'm sorry. No, I'm gonna take no, all no, your toes. No. Oh, he's in a he's in a he's in a grumpy mood today. You got you did the wrong day for mispronouncing Augusty. Agassi. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> you picked a bad day to mispronounce my name. <laughs> I almost said Augustine as well. I know. That was the best. That's me. Mispronounce your own name at the end. <laughs> Andrew Augustine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, that's a good stopping point. Yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Adam, Johnny, Felix. You're all great. This was a great episode. Yeah, thanks for hosting, as always. Brian, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, please. Yeah, just... You know, if you have any projects uh, that you're particularly proud of and want to plug, do it now. Uh, I had a script available to read if you wanted to do one more. What? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. Holding out on it. Uh, so, uh, did you write the script. What is this from? This is something that I've been working on for a while. This is a, this is a, uh, a an adaptation of a, uh, of a comic paperback. <clears throat> Any of you guys familiar with Mad Magazine? Yeah. Yeah. And you're familiar with the um, uh, artist Don Martin? Oh, if I, I think so. He, he wrote. He created a character called Captain Klutz, which never was in the which was never in the magazines, but were, were featured in uh, like like paperback comic books, like in only two, and they were like these short stories. So I've been wanting to adapt them into like a uh, audio serial, like a, a like a like an old style audio uh, you know radio program. Yeah. So like a Flash Gordon type thing. Right. Yeah, or, I um, this yeah. guy. So that's uh, and I I finally I finally finally finished writing this today. So I'd like to see how it sounds. So let's do. Um, why don't I do the narrator? Uh, we'll keep to keep it moving, and then. Uh, 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 Brian, you play uh, Ringo Phonebone, who's the lead, uh, the lead character. Um, uh, Felix, uh, um, you're going to play uh, the nurse and also Esther mm-hmm. Phonebone. And uh, I want you playing Mother Murphy. Mm-hmm. And you'll be uh, a robber <laughs> and <laughs> policeman too and pal. <laughs> these all are right. they're all like like one they're all like one liners that get thrown out so like they're just you'll you'll understand as we go along and then uh johnny 
you go for Leo Phone Bone. You're gonna also gonna be the school principal and uh, the angry husband and policeman one. Okay. And then I'll be the narrator, policeman three, and I think the school principal. Is that everybody? Yeah. All right. Okay. We all ready? Yeah. Was Johnny the school principal and you'd be the boss? Is that what? Because I thought Johnny, you said Johnny was the school principal. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm the... I'm the, the, you're the school principal, then I'll be the boss. Cool. Wait. So am I not the school principal or? You are yeah, the you school are. principal. Yeah. Okay. All right. Are we ready? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Not too many years ago. Oh, let me close my door here. One moment. Sorry. Okay. Not too many years ago, in a busy hospital in the heart of teeming megalopolis, a baby was born. Mr. Phonebone. Yes. How's my wife? Is she okay? And our baby? Is it a boy or a girl? Right this way, Mr. Phonebone. Special effects traveling noise from the waiting room to the hospital room. And a baby marked even then as different from the crowd. Esther, are you all right? How's the baby? Is it a boy or a girl? They won't tell me anything. Oh, Leo, I'm fine. Look at that baby. It's a... Oh, boy. In many ways, young Ringo Phonebone's development was like that of any other red-blooded American youth. He slept. Oh, Leo, come see our little angel sleeping. Angel? That was more like an abominable snowman. You're waking. He ate. Open up the tunnel. Here comes the choo-choo. <laughs> and he learned to walk. Oh, look, honey, he's standing up on his own. Look at my little man. Are you going to walk to daddy? Splat. No, that's the wall. I'm over here. Splat. No, that's the wall again right here, son. Splat. Oh, honey, he, he seems to be enjoying it. Uh, yeah. But in one peculiar way, little Ringo was different. He spurned childish fairy tales and nursery rhymes for more stimulating reading matter, namely comic books. Leaping lizards, it's the blue blockhead. Oh gosh, oh jeekers, what's going to happen to Ape Girl? Jumping bad guys, look out cockroach man. In later years, when all of Ringo's little friends had grown up to become doctors, morticians, and mutual fund salesmen, it was the same old story. Leaping guts. It's the purple fink. Beware of the scarlet pimple. Never fear. He's Captain Funk is no here. He's no Where fruit off go? my loin. Where did we go wrong? Eventually, Ringo's specialized interest led to a falling out with his parents. Jiminy hack! What's wrong with Plastic Freak? Gosh, oh, blood! I hope that Max the Great will be okay. Flippin' Flapjacks, where's the creep? 
Ringo's parents kick him out of his home. And stay out. And don't come back, you lazy good-for-nothing bum. I have no son. Sounds of Ringo being kicked out of several places. It soon Get became apparent that Ringo was, well, was ill-equipped to cope with the outside world. He was kicked out of school. Holy real Mercury, man! Golly skillish! Look at Mooseface! Jumping zaps! I pick Acid Nose! Rompin' Raccoon! Look out, Balloon Boy! Oh, Novocaine! Not Dr. Mutilate! Rattling Raisins! It's the Flying Viper! You can't learn anything from comic books. He was kicked out of his job. You can't work here without an education! And he was kicked out of Mother Murphy's Flophouse. And you don't get your clothes until you pay your, your back rent. Flap. Ouch! Armored only in his red flannel pajamas, a pair of green polka dot boxer shorts, and his baby blue bunny slippers, Ringo assessed the situation carefully and did the only thing a man in his position could do. He gave up. So much for a life of heartbreak and shattered dreams. Ringo climbed the stairs to the top of the tallest building and fashioned a rope out of towels he had taken from the laundry room, securing one end of the towels to a chimney and tying the other end around his neck. He slowly stepped to the ledge. I'm a disgrace to my family, myself, and to Wonder Man. Oh, the shame of it all. Goodbye, cruel world. And with the grace of a dying swan, Ringo leapt from the ledge of the building, anticipating the tautness of the makeshift rope that would soon snap his neck and bring an end to his misery. What happened next was a twist that not even the greatest of storytellers could predict. At the point where Leo expected the bones in his neck to snap, the knot of towels ripped, sending our hapless hero plunging into the darkness with a terry cloth cape. Clong! Compressing face first on the on compressing face first into the oncoming fire escape, propelling him across the alley to a construction site. Tong! Ricocheting off an open beam, launching him across to a row of open windows. Constance, this is positively the ugliest hat you've ever bought. It has bird wings and eye holes. I'll throw it out the window before, you, before I see you wear it. What was that? Now only half-conscious, plummeting to the earth, outfitted in only what and what could only be described as the worst superhero costume ever, Ringo was unaware of what was happening below. A bank robbery has just happened. A foot chase is taking place with the sound of whistles. Stop! Police! Oh my gosh. You'll never catch me, robbers. Coppers. Flying down from the sky, Ringo smashes into the robber. We hear the sound of dizziness and birds chirping. Wh who am I? Why, you clutch. Great job, mister. Who, who are you anyways? I'm a clutch, Captain. What, what did, did he, he say? say? I think he said he was Captain Clutch. 
Well, nice going, Captain Klutz. You certainly saved the day. Golly gee, Chris, did you see the way he swooped down and apprehended that thief? Yeah, he'll be a great benefit to our side in the never-ending battle against crime and injustice. And so, his past forgotten, his present, mis- his present a mystery, and his future unknown. A very confused, masked figure makes his way into the cold night. Friend of none, but protector of us all. Say, pal, can you stare, spare a dime? Hey, what are you, some kind of nut? The end. <laughs> oh, wow. I love all the sound effects. And, like, <laughs> it's very comic Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to recreating all those sound effects. I mean, this is a project for me down the road sometime to... To when I've got time to actually work on a on a passion project, when I'm not just trying to scrape money by to get my my restart reignite my voiceover job, voiceover. I mean, career. not not to be like that guy, but do you have a cast in mind? <laughs> no, this is the first you a headshot. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but you guys are. I, I will definitely keep you guys in mind. <laughs> for uh <laughs> for this of course uh, and i've got uh, and i've got other uh i mean i've like i said th- this was uh all compressed into a paperback so there's all these little stories of captain klutz so i will uh i'll do some more uh uh transcribing of stories is this the real like uh did captain klutz have an origin story or is this like the one that you kind of came up with no that's the actual origin story uh, you know, but like the part, the panels of him falling is him just falling. So I kind of, you know, had to, had to verbal vocalize it in some sort of monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very cool. But yeah. I, I kind of pictured it in like, a, um, kind of like, uh, in, in a, a podcast format with like that being like the focal sketch, like in the, in the event with like other sketches, like supporting it. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I was thinking like, like a, yeah, some yeah, I think I've seen some like Marvel stuff before where they've had the comic and then they've got the voices on top of it. I feel like something like that mm-hmm. could kind of work. Did you guys hear about the uh, Batman radio show? I did from my from my comic. There's a from my uh, comic book store. I haven't. I meant the to new it, one that's on HBO Max. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I've, I saw the comic uh, on the shelf and I was asking my asking the owner. I was like, "What's this uh, comic about?" And he told me about it. I haven't seen it yet or heard it. That is. Right. Well, for some reason, it's a free podcast that you can listen to anywhere, but also they put it on HBO Max, like mm-hmm. with no visuals, no captions, just the podcast. What? Really? That's it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Why would you or put her. it on a on? <laughs> it would be the weir- it would be the coolest thing you've ever heard, but the weirdest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. Um, what I what I don't like about it is, um, you know, it's uh, it's a comedy, right? It's written by like Seth Meyers and stuff. Oh, is it really? No, I haven't. Like I said, I don't. Yeah, know Seth Meyers, Paul F. Tompkins, you know. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. I'll so, give it a listen to. Half the people in the new Batman radio show are were in uh, the Awesomes, if you remember that which was a cartoon created by Seth Meyers about, you know, superheroes. Yeah, vaguely, vague recollection of that, but yeah. 
that show ends on a cliffhanger and they just canceled it. I hate when that happens. Oh man. Right. And it's been six years and now Seth Myers is on a completely different radio show or a completely different, uh, superhero parody thing. So it sounds like you should get these guys to, to help you work out with like, uh, to voice Captain Clutch. Oh, we don't need, we don't need that kind of money. We can do it ourselves. I mean, sure. <laughs> we pretty much nailed that. <laughs> exactly. Right on. Well, now, now you can end your show, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. So again, <laughs> please come back next uh, Thursday for a new cold reads. Same cold time, same cold channel. Whoa, trying to get that Batman audience. What Batman <laughs> audience? <laughs> if we could only get this show on HBO Max. If only. Make a dollar at least. Good night, only Felix. Oh. Good night, See ya. Good night Johnny. Great improv with you, and great. I love your scripts. Thank you. Love you. Bring bring more AI stuff next week. Oh yeah. Oh wait, no, that was Mesh. Mesh brings the, uh, like the. Oh, that the was AI Mesh. Stuff, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Sorry. I gotta we'll write bring something time next week, Felix. <laughs> although, 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 with us jumping with an improv off of a picture of Andre Agassi, we got we got a good solid <laughs> three to five minutes of improv there, so that was good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll go digging through the trash and see what I can find. <laughs> Uh, have a good week, guys. Yeah, you oh, wait. Oh, hey, oh, wait a minute. Actually, Brian, next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Oh, I think Brian's gone. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, well we we might I, – I, I'm going to definitely have a conflict, so I won't be here next Thursday. Yeah. So. That's yeah. Sad. So. Probably – he might realize that, too, and might have something as well. I, I, we'll talk about it in Discord. Take care, guys. Yeah, all righty. Later. Later. Bye. Bye.